Okay, welcome everyone to the premiere of Cue Your Cuisine. Cue Your Cuisine, here's what you're going to learn. This is our very first episode. So tonight we're going to spend most of this episode live from Yellow Jacket Media Studios in Willow Grove, PA. Uh, make sure you look those guys up if you want to record a podcast. Uh, this is a, br- a beautiful studio. Really nice. I, c- I couldn't be happier with the studio. Uh, here's what you're going to hear. This is the premiere episode, Cue Your Cuisine. Here is what Cue Your Cuisine is. It's going to be myself and Peter DeFeo. Uh, Peter DeFeo is actually a very popular actor. He works on The Sopranos. He was in American Gangster. He will be talking with us at 7.20 p.m. And he'll be introducing himself. Also, Matt Maratea is a contributor to the show. You'll be talking to him at 7.45 p.m. You're probably sitting at home going, but what is the show? Uh, The show is called Cure Your Cuisine. Every other Monday, starting on the 27th at 4 p.m., you can go to Facebook, KJW25, facebook.com, facebook.com, KJW25, slash, and we're going to do a Facebook Live trivia game show. And what we do is each week we pick a different cuisine. Uh, We've already got something uh, for Irish food. We'll do Italian food. We'll do Greek cuisine. The first half hour is going to be nothing but mind-blowing facts about that cuisine. So 4 to 4.30 when we uh, start our first show, you're going to hear facts about cuisines that is going to blow your mind. Uh, That's how the show is going to start. At 4.30 on every other Monday starting on the 27th of April, At 4.30, we go to Facebook Live. On Facebook Live, you can interact with us and answer the trivia about that cuisine. Okay? And you can answer in real time. Just type it in your comment section. I'll see the answer. I can talk to everybody on Facebook Live. Uh, The winner. What does the winner of the trivia contest get? I mean, they have to get something. Well, here's what they're going to get. During the pandemic, we're trying to support our local restaurants. So you're going to tell me what restaurant you want a $15 gift card for. And then we're going to get you a $15 gift card to your favorite restaurant, and we're going to send it to you. Tonight's the introduction show, so at 7.20 we'll talk to my co-host Peter DeFeo. Peter DeFeo was an actor in uh, The Sopranos, an American gangster. So you got to love that. And uh, Peter will be joining us at 7.20. He's going to give you his credentials Peter has also traveled the world. So when we're doing these cuisines from Ireland, Italy, that kind of thing, Peter has actually been there. So he's been to a lot of places. So he'll give you an expert opinion. He's the uh, sort of the color commentator on the show. Uh, but what you're going to hear, the first half hour, I'm going to give you facts that are going to blow your mind uh, with a different cuisine each week. So I'll give you an example. For our Irish show... We're giving you uh, mind-blowing facts, such as brown soda bread, which is a popular cuisine in Ireland, used to be tied to poverty. So if you ate brown soda bread, uh, you were li- uh, they, they thought you were poor, whereas the other bread, they thought you were okay, which is weird. Uh, Irish, you know how the last names in Ireland are Mac and... Uh, Mac, and then you have uh, O, 
Well, Mac in the last in the last name of Irish, if it begins with Mac, that means son of. And if it begins with O, it's grandson of in Gaelic. So you know how you meet all these Irish guys, McMurray, whatever. That's where that comes from. Uh, let's see. Brit Britain, instead of Ireland, actually sells the most Guinness in the world. And people always associate Guinness with uh, Ireland. Britain actually outsells them. So those kinds of facts are what we're going to be doing for the first half hour. And then... Uh, the second half hour is going to be a game show. Facebook Live, facebook.com forward slash KJW25, or go to Facebook and search Q, Q-U-E-U, Your Cuisine, and follow us on Facebook. So either way, you're going to get the information on how to find the show. We're also available on Twitter, at Q, Your Cuisine. Keep in mind, Q is spelled Q-U-E-U. So if you're looking for our show, it's Q-U-E-U, Your Cuisine. This show is not only going to have facts that blow your mind for a whole half hour every other Monday starting on the 27th, but you're also going to be able to play a trivia game right through Facebook Live. Ding, ding, ding. We're, you're going to be able to communicate with me and answer trivia questions, and the winner will get a, a $15 gift card to their favorite restaurant. So all you got to do is win the game, win the trivia contest, and then the winner, the person with the most points, gets a $15 gift card to a restaurant of your choosing. All you got to do is tell me where to send it, and I'll send it to you. A uh, couple of mind-blowing facts. Let's, you know, for fun, let's do some more. Did you know that Fruit Loops are actually all the same flavor? <laughs> Those types of facts. Uh, popsicles were invented by an 11-year-old boy who accidentally left a mixture of powdered soda, water, and a mixing stick outside, and the weather went down to freezing, and it froze it. That's how a popsicle was invented. So I thought that was cool. Uh, applesauce was the first food consumed in space. <laughs> At least they're interested in me. Uh, Let's see. Uh, it can take anywhere between 144 to 411 licks to get the center of a Tootsie Pop. There you go. Those types of facts, that'll be for the first half hour. Uh, the second half hour is when you can play trivia and win some prizes. So that's going to happen every other Monday starting on the 27th. Keep in mind, tonight we're not going to go into the game as much because it's uh, at... 20 minutes into the podcast, I want to introduce everyone to my co-host, Peter DeFeo. Uh, so I I don't have a clock here, so if you could please just let me know. Yeah, just let me know. I appreciate it. So, uh, you know, a lot of great stuff. Most decaf coffee actually has caffeine. So <laughs> those types of facts. Uh Thomas Jefferson actually is credited with bringing pasta to America. So the first person to actually bring pasta, and let me tell you this story. It's a great story. He actually drew, he was in France, and he drew a pasta maker that he saw in, in the other country. I think it was France. He drew it. He hand-drew it because there was no photos. Hand-drew it, came back to America, and 
built the replica of the pasta maker. Uh, and I'm worried about my clock flashing 12. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff you're going to uh, to hear every week. That'll be the first half hour. Then the second half hour, if you're doing Irish food or we're doing, uh, you know, whatever cuisine, you're going to play trivia and be able to win prizes. So I'll give you an example. From our vegetarian show, uh, 80% of corn that is produced is eaten by livestock, and only 20% is eaten by people. So all the corn they make in the world, 80% is made for livestock that you that we eat steaks with. And the other tw- only 20% are consumed by uh, humans. Ironically, the original character who played Ronald McDonald is actually now a vegetarian. <laughs> so that, that, those types of facts, I'll give you a couple others. Uh, Ben Franklin was also a vegetarian for a short while, and he actually is the first person to introduce tofu to America. That was all the way back in 1770. I thought tofu was just a, uh, you know, a, a, a new thing. It's actually been around since 1770. So interesting stuff like that. Uh, 84% of people who attempt a vegetarian diet actually return to eating meat within a year. All right, let's get into the introductions. I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Kevin Wilson. I do another very popular podcast called Dining on a Dime. Uh, you can go to, uh, go to Google, put in Dining on a Dime podcast, and we've been on the air for two years, and we teach people where to eat out well at a good price. So we're worried about your wallet. So what makes us different from the other food shows is we're worried about your wallet. So we have a, uh, on our platform, if you go to Dining on a Dime podcast, you'll hear about where the best cheesesteak is, where the best hoagies are. And we have a rule on the show that we don't name popular spots. So we did three hours of cheesesteak shows, and not one was a cliche. It was all different spots. Uh, those types of things. So you can Google Dining on a Dime podcast, and we will... And we'll, we'll, yeah, and you'll hear those shows. I'm also an author of the book Table for One at Barnes & Noble and your favorite bookstores. Uh, Table for One takes you on my journey through the finest restaurants in Philadelphia. Uh, Vetri, uh, we talk about, uh, you know, La Croix and all those nice restaurants. I basically take you through my experience at those restaurants. So that's at Barnes & Noble. And your favorite bookstores. Yeah, and we're, now we're about to get Peter on the line. Peter is my co-host. And Peter uh, Peter is uh, an actor. On, he was an actor on The Sopranos. He was in American Gangster. Uh, he was in a lot of movies. His, his uh, movie credentials are, I think he's done over a couple a hundred movies. So Peter will be with me every week, obviously, during the pandemic. During the pandemic, uh, you know, he's not going to be able to make it. He's going to join us by phone. So we're getting Peter on the line. Peter's going to talk about himself and introduce you to himself. Hello. Hey, Peter. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We are live with the very first Q Your Cuisine podcast. Uh, We're available worldwide. Uh, Q U E U, uh, Your Cuisine. And you can find us. Oh, on Facebook. Very nice. 
Peter, I want you very to very nice. I want you to introduce yourself, give your credentials, and also give your credentials about travel. So to, for the folks, this is our first show. Go ahead, Peter. Peter. Ah, we seem to drop the call. So Peter uh, will be with us in a second. Let me tell you more about myself. Uh, KJW1972. Uh, KJW1972 on Instagram has over 400 uh, restaurant photos. If you go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com, you will see uh, 480 local restaurant photos, all with uh, photos. So you're going to see the review of the restaurant all with photos. Uh, that is Philly Restaurant Reviews. Phone number. At phillyrestaurantreviews.com. We're getting Peter on the line now. Uh, but that website, if you're a local foodie, uh, we have over 400 uh, restaurant reviews all with photos. Uh, let's get back to the what you're going to hear, some of the facts while we're getting Peter on the phone. Uh, some of the facts you're going to hear during the show. Keep in mind the first half hour from Yellow Jacket Media Studios in Willowbrook. Hey, Peter? Yeah, did we get cut off? Yeah, give your credentials, buddy. We got cut off. Give your credentials. I don't know how. How that happened? We actually okay. have a we actually uh, we actually have a huge audience. Go ahead, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. The um, well, you do a great job. Um, yeah, I've uh, Peter DeFeo. IMDb. Did they hear any of the original? No? No. Go ahead, Pete. Okay. Peter DeFeo, uh, look me up on IMDb, International Movie Database, and you could learn a lot about me. Just put my name in on the internet, and uh, it crops up everywhere. Peter DeFeo, artist, fine artist, uh, and what have you. Uh, Facebook, uh, you could also go on on uh, YouTube. And you can see some of my acting and singing and and whatever. But as far as food's concerned, I've been all over the world. I've been to Asia, all through Asia, Korea, uh, Taipei, Taiwan, uh, China, uh, uh, Japan, Hong Kong, you name it. Uh, I've been all through Europe, Africa, uh, South America, the Caribbean, Mexico, all through the United States. Uh, I've, uh, I've traveled an awful lot and, uh, I've enjoyed it and can you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead, Pete. Oh, because I heard a noise. Sound no, like, go, ahead. Uh, go ahead, Pete. Got cut off. And, uh, I'm so glad that you're doing a podcast on concerning food all over the world. Food that's all over the world. A, yep. That's a great subject. Great subject, buddy. And Peter has been most places in the world. So you're going to learn about the cuisine the first half hour. Then the second half hour, we have a lot of fun on Facebook Live, and it's a trivia show. And you can win. person that wins the trivia show gets a $15 gift card to a restaurant of your choosing. We're not just going to give you something we have. You choose the restaurant. We'll send it to you. Go ahead, Pete. Very good. Uh, the... Uh uh, you know, that's about it. Uh, any foods uh, in all different types of world, I could probably talk about. I love cooking. And um, I've uh, created a Peter DeFeo pyramid, which is a food pyramid, uh, which, uh, you know what? I can make uh, colored copies of it. I drew it. I, I designed it, drew it, and it came out of all my life experience of eating food. That's so fantastic. Ahead. So you're going to give us the 
Yeah, I'll you're going to give us. <laughs> you're going to give a us copy a copy of the pyramid. Ex, you're going to give us also an expert opinion from your experience. Uh, yes. Right. We're on Facebook Live. They said they couldn't hear them, but. Uh, so that's great. And Peter, talk about your uh, acting roles that you've done. Oh, I I've, I just uh, got a role. I got off the phone with Tony Devon. Uh, they just put me on a role as a priest. Uh, uh, I, I, it's a boxing thing where I am the uh, mentor. Uh, let's go back to the show. Uh, let's start asking some trivia questions. I have people, we have a lot of people actually on here. Does anyone know what the white part of the egg is called? Here's the first question. The white part of the egg. What is that called? Uh, the more questions you answer, the the more chances you have to win a $15 gift card to a restaurant of your choosing. So does anyone know what the white part of the egg is called? And that's our first trivia question. First person with that answer will get credit. Uh, who created the hot dog? Anyone know who created the hot dog? Anybody? Nope. The white part of the egg is not yolk. It's called... It's it, there's, uh, hold on. We're going back to Peter. Peter, go ahead. Tell your credentials as far as movies and TV. Uh, yes, I've been on many, many different shows. Uh, Morgan Freeman uh, with Going in Style. I've worked with Denzel Washington in American Gangster. Uh, I've worked with uh, Sopranos. Uh, I was a court on The Sopranos. I was a court on Gotham. Uh, uh, I, I've uh, starred in... Uh, Many different movies, about thirty different movies. Uh, were, Talk about uh, the Sopranos, know. Pete. The Sopranos. Oh, the Sopranos. Well, I uh, gave someone a ride to North Jersey. He didn't tell me he was going on the Sopranos, <laughs> and I had never even heard of Sopranos day at the time. And uh, we got there, and he said, "Pete, can you wait in the car for me? Ten, twelve <laughs> hours." That was Sal Durango, an ex-policeman. And I said, Sal, I said, I can't wait my little portion for uh, that long period of time. Right. He says, no, all right, maybe I'd get you in. So they got me in. Uh, I walked around the set. I had, was amazed. They had, they, it was called The Ride. And uh, there were all, all over the place. There was about eight blocks, city blocks, that were carted off. And as I'm walking around, one guy says to me, stop. I said, oh, they're going to throw me off the set. Okay, hold but on next, real says, quick. Oh, uh, one, w real quick, Pete, we have a correct answer from Jack Connor. The hot dog was created in Germany. You are correct. Jack Connor has one point. Uh, we need people to chime in. What is the white part of the egg called? So you guys can marinate on what is the white part of the egg called. Go ahead, Pete. That's no joke, is it? Yeah. Anyhow, the, um, <laughs> uh, so um, they put an X on the ground, and they said, don't move. That's your, your part. And the next thing you know, uh, these couples coming up the street and they have a little kid to push them in a carriage and they're going, F you, F you, F you. <laughs> and the director, the director says, cut, cut back. I said, what the heck type of show is this? Cut back. He did it like eight times. He says, look, take a break. Uh, the guy's about a thousand feet away from me. Uh, there's thousands of people. He walks straight to me and he says, you mind if I lean on you? What's your name? I said, Pete. And it was Tony Soprano. We became good friends. And I Tony was Soprano, Soprano and you were that. good friends. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's... yeah. We wanted him in a movie. It's really a shame. But, you know, he was only 45 at the time. 
right. and he looked a lot older. He looked like he was 65. All right, real he, quick. I'm sorry, Pete, real quick. White part of the egg, is that is incorrect, Bob. I'm sorry. That's not the right answer. Uh, it is not called uh, aura. Uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Jack Connor has one point. Go ahead, Peter. So, um, yeah, it was it was fun. And uh, he was a heck of a guy. We did a shoot down in Atlantic City. And uh, we were shooting for about eight, ten hours. And then we needed a break. Right. And uh, Tony, Tony and I, everybody headed for the bathroom. Well, there's only a little opening about two feet wide to get through. And right. He's a big guy, and, and I'm a, you know, I'm only, uh, you know, five nine, and uh, you know, 160, 70 pounds. And we hit the opening, and I said, "Go ahead." And he says, "No, you go ahead." I says, "Look, you're the star." He says, "Yeah, but you're older than me." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we we had fun. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, getting into this, uh, you know, film industry. I've always been an artist. Uh, you can look me up, Peter DeFeo, fine artist. And, uh, you know, I, I, I did acting since, you know, in high school and all through my life. But I, most of my time was architecture and real estate. That's where I made my big money. But uh, it's been fun. It's been a real nice ride. You know, yeah, that's great. And uh, these guys playing the game, Pete, are giving us the wrong answer. The white part of the egg is called, and nobody has gotten it yet. So you guys can marinate on that. Uh, Peter's telling you how he got his role on The Sopranos. Peter will be my co-host every single uh, other Monday starting on the 27th. Uh, while Peter gives you more of his credentials because he's the co-host of the show, uh you guys can uh, figure out what the white part of the egg is called. So, uh, Peter, go ahead. Come on, guys. Google it. Yeah, right. That's what I said. White part of the egg is called what? That's our question right now. Winner gets a $15 gift card. Jack Connor is in the lead with one, and nobody has gotten anything else. So, uh, and, and I'm not happy about some of the answers because I, I, I don't like those answers. So if you guys can just say the white part of the egg is called what? Uh, that's our question. Jack Connor's up one to nothing. Peter, talk about your acting. Oh, Kevin, I wish I was there to see some of those answers. Uh, like. you, oh, wait, Dan Doyle. Dan Doyle, who is the biggest cheater probably. But, Dan, you got it. Albumen. So Jack and Danny have one to one. Winner gets a $15 gift card to a uh, to a restaurant of your choosing. If you guys can let me know if you can hear Peter, I got a message saying they couldn't hear him. Uh, if, if someone could just let me know if you guys can hear Peter. We are live. Can you hear me now? Is yeah, we, I, can, I can hear you fine. I had someone message us uh, on Facebook Live. If you're sitting home and you want to join us on Facebook Live, go to facebook.com forward slash KJW25 forward slash, and you guys can play the game right now, Dan Doyle. Jack Connor are tied at one. So Jack uh, Jack Connor and Dan Doyle tied at one. The winner of the trivia concert gets a fifteen a trivia trivia game gets a fifteen dollar gift card to a restaurant of your choosing. So uh, we are on the line with Peter DeFeo. Let me give these guys another question, Pete, real quick. In English, Tom means what? T O M in English. What does that mean? All right, Peter, they're saying they can't hear you, pal. We're going to have to uh, get a technical. Can you hear me now? Now, nah, what's happening is it's, it's not linked to the show. The engineer is working on that. So let me do the game, and we'll call you back. 
All right, good. Peter. And, and the engineer can edit all that at the end, so we'll hear you on the live feed. All right, Peter, we'll call you back. Bye-bye. All right, guys, here we go. The game part of the show. Winner gets a $15 gift card to, his, to a restaurant of your choosing. Uh... Dan Doyle and Jack Connor are tied at one. I want to see who wins this contest. What is Cuba Libre? Cuba Libre. What is that? Cuba Libre. What is Cuba Libre? What does that mean? There's a famous restaurant in Old City, Cuba Libre. What, what does Cuba Libre mean? Cuba Libre means what? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Turkey. Cuba Libre, it's a, a Latino restaurant in Old City. What is the? What does it mean? What does the name mean? Uh, so you guys can marinate on that. Uh, tied at one, Jack Connor, Dan Doyle, tied at one. Winner gets a $15 gift card to anywhere you choose uh, during the game. So in English, Tom means what? Cuba Libre. Means what? Those are the two questions we're working on right now. Uh, winner gets a $15 gift card. We are live from Yellow Jacket Media Studios in in uh, Willow Grove. So Yellow Jacket Media is the home of the Q Your Cuisine podcast. Uh, we are live here. I apologize. I was told that Peter could not be heard, but he'll be heard on the on the uh, on the podcast for uh, section. No, Cuba Libre does not mean free Cuba. <laughs> no, Cuba Libre means what? You have a very popular restaurant in Center City? No, it does not mean free Cuba. <laughs> uh, Cuba Libre is a very is a very popular uh, is a very popular restaurant. What does Cuba Libre mean? I, I don't think we need that. Okay, so Cuba Libre means what? In uh, so we're looking for Cuba Libre. What does that mean? And the second question is in English. Tom means what? So those are the two questions you guys can marinate on. Uh, and we're gonna get back. Uh, so the first. Uh, so the first, Cuba, Cuba Libre means Carol Baskin. That is incorrect, Bud Wilson. Incorrect, my friend. Uh, Cuba Libre means what? <laughs> and what's funny about this is we had this on a, uh, <laughs> yeah, Buddy Wilson is disqualified. <laughs> he cannot win. That's uh, nepotism. <laughs> if Buddy Wilson wins, that's nepotism. So he can't. <laughs> Uh, we got two questions going on right now. I'm only going to dwell on these for another minute. Uh, Cuba Libre means what? And inning. <laughs> Actually, you are correct, Bud Wilson. That is correct. You are drinking Cuba Libre, but what exactly is Cuba Libre? But you are drinking it, I'm sure. Uh, Cuba Libre means what? English, Tom means what? I'm going to give the answer in like five seconds. So you guys just have one more guess. And I'm going to give out the answer. Rum and Coke. Dan Doyle goes up two to one. Dan Doyle, uh, the hissy basketball legend, is up two to one. Uh, that is correct. Cuba Libre means rum and Coke. That is what Cuba Libre means. Okay, Peter? 
Yeah, he, we're, we're going to get Peter back on the phone. Cuba Libre means rum and coke. And uh, the second question, in English, what does Tom mean? Does anyone know in the English uh, what does Tom mean, T-O-M? I'm going to give that one away because that's a dumb question, actually. Tom means boiling process. So the word T-O-M in English. Peter. Hey, guys. Can you hear me better? Yeah, can you can you guys tell us if you can hear Peter? He's back on the phone. Dan Doyle, let me know if you can hear Peter. How's this sound, guys? Hold on, Pete. I'm making sure they can hear you, so we're not wasting uh, you know a half hour. Oh, playing around. Sure. Yeah. So uh, obviously they can hear you because no one has said anything. So let's uh, let's go, Peter. Talk about your world traveler. Talk about the world. What was there, your favorite place that you've been to? It's impossible to compare them. Each one is unique and different. Okay. Uh, the Caribbean uh, is one type of feeling altogether. When you get down to Aruba, you're getting closer to South America. It's another thing. Mexico is entirely different. Uh, you're talking um, the Nile River, uh, Africa. It's something else. Uh, all through Asia. Even each country in Asia is totally different from the other country. Wow. Hey, Pete, um, I'm sorry to interrupt. I've got to give these guys another trivia question real quick. Uh, what does kosher mean in Hebrew? What does kosher mean in Hebrew? And uh, who is the founder of frozen food? So what does kosher mean in Hebrew? And who is the founder of frozen food? Go ahead, Pete. Talk about your experience over uh, in, in the world. Yeah, and the South Pacific, of course, you go from, uh, you know, of course, Hawaii is very commercial and it's very Americanized. Uh, but then you go to Samoya, Pango Pango, uh, America Samoya, you know, on down to Fiji, um, you know, out to uh, almost to South America again, uh, to, the, to the Society Islands, uh, French Society Islands, and, and you have Bora Bora Tahiti, uh, Morea. Uh, Papiette, uh, they're all, they're very similar, that whole, that particular group. Wow. Uh, uh, we have a, we have a, sorry to bug you, uh, sorry to interrupt, but we have a correct answer. We have a correct answer. Dan Dole has just gone up three to one in the game. Uh, the word Hebrew uh, means in kosher, what does kosher mean in Hebrew means, oh no, Dan, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, kosher means in Hebrew, what? It's actually close to pure, but it's not pure. It's, it's called something else that's close to pure, but it is not called pure. It's something with a P, but it's not pure, but you're on the right track. Kosher means in Hebrew is what? Go ahead, Pete. Talk, talk some more. I keep, hate to keep interrupting, but until these guys can tell me what the word kosher means in Hebrew. Go ahead, Peter. Go ahead. Very nice, very nice. I'm learning also right. uh, while I'm listening to this. This is, this is exciting. Uh, so, uh, you know, it depends on where you are, what type of food, whether you're eating. Even in, let's take Rome. Uh, in the main area of Rome, uh, the food is very classy. And they have even German restaurants, uh, you name it, just like they would in the United States, plus with the along with the classic Italian. Behind the Vatican... It's more like a uh, uh, typical uh, Italian, Italy-Italian type food. 
Nice. Uh, it's almost like the Italian market. Nice. Yeah. So uh, these guys, up. Peter, these guys are on the right track. They're giving me every answer, but the answer we need uh, kosher in Hebrew means what? What does kosher mean in Hebrew? You're getting you guys are right there, but nobody pristine is close, but it's not correct. Uh, what does kosher mean? Oh, Dan Doyle. Peter, I think Dan Doyle cheats. <laughs> yes, Dan Doyle, you got the answer right. You're up four to one. Uh, in congratulations, he- Danny. Congratulations, Dan. In co- uh, in kosher means in Hebrew proper. So the the word kosher in the Hebrew language is uh, it means proper. So you are correct. Let me give these guys one more. Uh, who invented? Who is the founder of frozen food? And why is he the founder of frozen food? So kosher means proper. Dan Doyle, you are correct. Uh, Dan Doyle is up in the game, four to one. Uh, wow. Th- yeah, so we're going to give these guys, who is the founder of frozen food? Who is the inventor of frozen food? Peter, go ahead. We're going to give these guys two minutes to answer that question, and I'm going to be interrupting again. <laughs> go ahead. No problem. It's, that's, uh, it's fun. You want me to get back to... Uh, yeah, get back to your, your uh, world. Peter is a world traveler. He's going to be my co-host every week. So when we're talking about a cuisine, Peter will give you... Oh, Bob Ca- Bob Castleberry, a name blast from the past. You are correct. Bird's Eye. Clarence Bird's Eye is the founder of Frozen Food, and he actually created Flash Freezing. Uh, so you are correct. I want to give these guys a trivia question, then we'll get back to your story, Peter. Until, ni- until 1967, what were Big Macs called? What happened was in McDonald's in 1967 uh, called Big Macs uh, something else, and then in 67 they changed the name to Big Mac. What were Big Macs called? Oh, okay, Danny, I'm sorry, Bob got it. Uh, what were Big Macs called uh, before 1967? One more thing. What is the only food that never spoils? So what were Big Macs called before 1967? And then what is the only food that never spoils? you got two minutes. Go ahead, Peter, unless someone gets the right answer. <laughs> Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, Japan is interesting because Tokyo is, of course, a world-class city, and and you have all sorts of food in Tokyo. But as you go travel south from Tokyo, uh, there are so many different varieties of Asian food uh, in you know in your in your Japanese uh, cuisine. Um, Hong Kong is another class city, and uh, it's uh, one. But when you get to China, when you take the hydrofoil from Hong Kong to China to Canton, China. Uh, you're you're held back. Uh, that communist uh, country uh, it, it took a day to get through passport, uh, and and the food is very, you know, it's not exciting. It's just very typical rice, you know, you name it. Let me ask you a question, uh, Pete. It, isn't Japan very lit up like Vegas? Isn't that how downtown Japan is? Or somebody like it's very uh, modern, isn't it? Very modern. Oh, oh, it's uh, like Vegas. You mean Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the old city, which is about six hundred miles south from Tokyo, but uh, which is just a copy of two, <laughs> three hundred years ago. <laughs> my brother said the Hebrew. The, my brother said Hebrew means make tea. <laughs> Go ahead, Pete. <laughs> Sorry, that was a good one. 
Go ahead, Pete. Oh, yeah. Neat. yeah you know, it's, uh, uh, the, the people in Japan are very nice. Very, very nice people. Um, uh, the people in South Korea are very intelligent and very smooth. Um, you know, their Taipei, Taiwan is rustic, uh, you know, has its temples and, uh, you know, uh, things that they're doing on the sidewalk, cooking food on the sidewalk, uh, you know, snake, cutting a snake and, and draining the blood down in the frying pan. Nice. Uh, that's very interesting. Very interesting. That is interesting. So, uh, but, but it's, they're all different. You can't compare one, you know, I mean, it's like, well. I mean, maybe you want to go to Hershey, uh, Pennsylvania, and just eat chocolate. You know, yeah. no, you, you can't do that. You know. Well, let me so, let me uh, rem- let me remind these guys because they're getting them wrong. Uh, what what was the Big Mac called? Uh, what did uh, what was the Big Mac called before it was called Big Mac? They changed it. They changed the Big Mac, the name of the Big Mac, in 1967. Before they were the Big Mac. What was a Big Mac named? What did they call them? Once again, I just want to remind everybody, we are live from Yellow Jacket Media Studios in Willow Grove. Uh, we will be having Q Your Cuisine every other Monday starting on the 27th. Uh, what we're going to do, the first half hour is going to give you mind-blowing facts, uh, and then the second half hour is going to be a trivia game. Right now, Dan Doyle is up 4-2. to two. Uh, He is the leader of the game today. Uh, but what is the Big Mac? What did they call the Big Mac before 1967? Uh, 1967, the Big Mac changed its name to the Big Mac. What was it called before then? Uh, before uh, 1967. And what is the only food that never spoils? Those are the two trivia questions that we have going on right now. We are going to be talking to Matt Maratea. He works at Zed's Brewery in South Jersey. And he is going to give you a a drink that matches. Oh, Bud Wilson, honey, that is correct. Honey never spoils. So the trivia answer that of what is the only food that never spoils? That answer is honey. So that Bud Bud Wilson gets one ding, one to his name. Uh, honey never spoils. Now, <laughs> now we need to know what. What is the what was the Big Mac called before they were called the Big Mac in 1967? I'm sorry, we had to cut Peter off. Uh, unfortunately, I'm doing the Facebook Live, so I don't know what time it is. Uh, so I'll find out. And okay, and Matt's about to come Hello. on the phone. Matt, how are you, buddy? Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the show. I'm doing I just well. How are you guys? Outstanding, Matt. I just want to talk about your credentials. Uh, Oh, Dan Doyle got that right. Hold on. We're playing a game as we're talking. Blue Ribbon Burger is what the Big Mac was called before 1967. Dan Doyle, looks like you're going to win today. Uh, Matt Maratea works at Zed's Brewery in Jersey. Matt, tell our listeners uh, your great idea. When I created this show, uh, Matt said that... uh, Matt said that he wants to give you guys a alcohol that will match the cuisine we're talking about. So when we talk about Italian food, Matt's going to give you the best alcohol uh, combination with that food. So go ahead, Matt. Tell your credentials. Talk about uh, what you're going to be doing for us. All right. Uh, well, I've been drinking legally uh, for the past <laughs> seven or so years. Right. Uh, so, yeah. 
Uh, I've got a lot of practice in that. I've been working in the craft beer industry uh, at Zed's since uh, September of 2017. And in that time, I've gotten to meet great people like you, and I've gotten to hang out here at the brewery and uh, get involved in all aspects from uh, canning uh, the beer, serving the beer, um, you know, actually getting in and brewing. It's actually what I'm uh, doing right now. See, I am deemed an essential worker because I help yeah. give the good people of the area their libations. So we're uh, actually brewing up an IPA right now. Um, but yeah, uh, when we first uh, talked about this project, uh, one of my favorite things to do and explore through is, you know, different things uh, you can pair uh, with different meals, whether it's a signature cocktail or, you know, a beer that really brings out uh, a particular flavor, the type of cuisine that you're eating. Uh, I think that's one of the things that really can go a long way to uh, enhancing. Exactly. Uh, and we're going to have our our, fir our first show next Monday will be all about Italian cuisine. So basically what Matt's saying in a nutshell is that you guys are going to uh, you guys are going to uh, we'll talk about Italian cuisine. Then Matt then Matt is going to give you an alcohol pairing. So that that is what he's saying. I uh, let's get back to the game. Let me give these guys a couple trivia questions, Matt, while we fix the uh, the sound. All right. Oh, yeah, no problem. All right. Can you guys hear that now? Uh, he sounds fine to me. Go ahead, Matt. Say, keep going about your credentials. Okay. What is the oldest drink in the United States? What is the oldest drink in the United States? So what is the oldest drink in the United States? Is our next trivia question. And Worcestershire sauce was invented where? <laughs> where was uh, Worcestershire sauce invented? And, uh, and uh, you know, and where was ice cream invented? Those are the questions. Dan Dole's up four to two. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Continue with your uh, credentials. Uh, yeah, so... I've been working uh, at Zed's for uh, the better part of two and a half years now. I've gotten a chance to get in and help out with the uh, brewing, canning, uh, pretty much every aspect uh, of the brewery. And uh, I also, you know, I go around to a lot of different uh, other Philly locations uh, and hotspots through uh, my work with Main Course PHL and our mutual friend, uh, Brian Carter. I get to go to a lot of events that way. Right. Uh, I do I do my own. Uh, we've done our own thing through Dining on a Dime, where we've gotten to go to uh, the Philly Craft Beer Festival, interview a bunch of exciting people. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, this is something I'm really looking forward to uh, helping out uh, and contributing to. That is correct. And uh, I'm excited for you to join the show. And Scott McElmary is actually right. So, Scott, you got a point. Uh, yeah, but I'm excited for you to join the show because we're going to, uh, you're going to give a, uh, an alcohol pairing to the foods we're talking about. So I think that's a brilliant idea. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. And every once in a while, I may, I may have something about cooking with a particular type of alcohol or baking with one, because those are also some of my favorite things to do. Uh, <laughs> right. get a little bit of spirits, spirits in before the actual meal. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. And, uh, all right, the volume's good now, they said, so we're good. 
Uh, Matt, uh, let me give these guys Worcestershire sauce. Nobody has gotten that yet. Where was that invented? Uh, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, uh, yeah, keep going. Uh, I would I would have to guess Massachusetts. No, no, no. I'm saying go with your credentials. This is the introduction show. <laughs> I'm trying to... Uh, I'm trying to let everyone know. We're trying to introduce our show and introduce the cast of characters. Uh, so, God, keep going on your credentials, uh, and we'll, we're going to play the game. Right now, uh, we're looking for the answer to where was uh, Worcestershire sauce invented. And the next question, while, while they're marinating on the answers, Matt, we'll give you your credentials. Uh, where yep. was ice cream invented also? So where was Worcestershire sauce invented and where was ice cream invented? Worcestershire, Bud Wilson, again, you got two points. That's my brother, so it's nepotism, so he can't win, but <laughs> that is correct. Worcestershire sauce was invented in England. So that is a correct answer. So now everyone needs to know, because this shocked me, where was ice cream invented? While you're marinating on that, uh, we'll talk about Matt. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> in the kitchen. Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I think we're really lucky to be in the area that we are because it gives us an opportunity to, I mean, there are so many different local craft beer brands or craft uh, distilleries uh, around us that, you know, you can get some of that local flavor, that local sort of terroir, you know, on your plate or in your glass at any moment, pretty much. Right. Uh, you know, even... Even now, with the way things are, there are so many places that are available to grab takeout from, and I think that's one of the awesome things that we can do with this, and I can help with that since I'm so familiar with the scene. I work in the industry, Absolutely. and you know, I go around to all these places trying different uh, beers and uh, cocktails. And we have a winner, Matt. Joe Parker, the, the greatest uh, worker at Angelo's Pizza in history. Uh, Joe Parker is correct. China. China. Ice cream was invented in China. Uh, not Egypt, not Germany, China. So ice cream was invented in China. Uh, so go ahead, Matt. Joe Parker got it. Yes, my nephew. A lot of nepotism going on. A lot of nepotism today. Uh, let me give them a question, and we're, we'll, you can continue. This is not how it's going to normally be. Sure. Normally, normally yeah. we'll be d concentrating on the on the answers, but this is our introduction show, so we just need to introduce mm -hmm. you to the to the thing. Let's. What do the colors of the Irish flag mean? What do the colors of the Irish flag mean? What do they represent? And I'll give them a hint. It's uh, the colors of the Irish flag are uh, orange, green, and white. So you guys can figure out what that is. Uh, uh, what, what are the colors of the Irish flag? What do they mean individually? That is our question. Uh, go ahead, Matt. You give your credentials. And, yeah. uh, go that's, ahead, a, Matt. That's, a good, that's a good segue for me. Uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend and St. Patrick's Day itself, I mean, we were all sort of cooped up inside if we were uh, being careful. I know I was. So yeah. that gave me an opportunity to do a little baking with beer like I was talking about earlier. I ended up making a Guinness Stout cookies. It's a really easy way to sort of bring out that sort of chocolatey flavors uh, in the actual cookie. You get a dark chocolate, you know, 
brown-looking cookie. It looks delicious. And then it frees you up to add different things with the toppings. See, I was getting that sort of dark chocolate from the beer, so I was able to sprinkle white chocolate chips onto the cookies, mm. give myself a little double chocolate explosion, a little hint of bubbliness from the beer, made the cookies nice and light and airy. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, wow. And that's some of the types of things that I can help bring. That is fantastic. And, and what Matt does... Okay. What Matt does is Matt gives you... Uh, Matt gives you uh, pairings with alcohol. He does a great job on the Dining on a Dime podcast. Uh, he'll give us the, our beer segment. Uh, so th- that is what Matt will be doing for you. Uh, Colors of the Irish flag, Dan Doyle is incorrect. Incorrect. Go ahead, Matt. And uh, talk about uh, some of the events that you've been to. You've been to all the events. Yes. Uh, last event we did was the Philly Craft Beer Festival. We got to talk to a lot of uh, different breweries, try a lot of different beers, uh, and it was a great way to sort of meet more people in the industry, get everybody together, have a a fun time. There was a lot of cheering, a lot of hooping and hollering going on. Uh, That was very fun. Um, We're looking into getting into other events. I know we've talked about that. We're working on it. it, We're sending out the emails and the calls, trying to get into uh, whatever we can. Hopefully everything sort of remains uh, on the schedule. Um, I know uh, we met up, I think, for the first time at the uh, event over at uh, Evil Genius when they did their that is, uh, seltzer release. That, which is, is, where, yeah. that is where I, I, I uh, met you. That is correct. Matt, just give mm-hmm. the guys, we're going to end it. i got to end the Facebook Live because I don't have uh, a clock here. So let me end the Facebook Live. Uh, but one more thing, Matt. Uh, talk about, uh, you know, what what you, uh, you know, about the cookies real quick. You know, uh, yeah. real quick. I got like a minute. Okay, talk about. Uh, okay, sure. What is, what is another recipe for beer? Well, another thing I like to do uh, if we're keeping with the Irish theme in the Guinness is. I uh, love using that to uh, as a braising liquid of sorts. Nice. You get that in, and it just sits and boils with the meat, especially something that's a little bit fatty, uh, like a brisket or maybe even a nice roast. Yeah. Uh, you can let that sit, let it sort of simmer low and slow, and it really sucks and absorbs all of that in there. Uh, it's sort of it's you know, a similar concept to you know a. a beer can chicken or something like that only it's you know taken up a notch a little bit when you go to the to the red meats i believe and matt will is our expert he's going to give you the alcohol pairing uh to the cuisines we're talking about so if i talk about lasagna matt will give you the best alcohol pairing with lasagna all right matt thank you very much for joining us tonight yeah no problem thank you for having me i appreciate it thank you buddy all right. Uh, hey, Matt, real quick. Uh, you want to talk oh, about yes. Just give it the name of your podcast. Matt has a great sports podcast. Go ahead, Matt. Yes, uh, I do the Sporting Chance podcast. Uh, you can find me uh, at the Sport Chance pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I talk about sports. I try to review a local craft beer uh, in the episode uh, as well. 
I've been trying to come up with fun and creative topics uh, while sports are on hold. I'm talking about uh, a lot of different things. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's a Sporting Chance podcast, and it's a Sport Chance pod at both Twitter and Instagram. Great job, Matt. We're going to talk to you on the 27th. Thank you, buddy. All right, looking forward to it. All right, bye-bye. All right, thank you. All right, we end, we ended the uh, Facebook Live. Uh, just so you guys know, it's not going to be that way every week. I just wanted to introduce you guys to our staff. Normally, we would... Uh, Normally, we would have a half hour of, of info and a half hour of trivia, but I wanted this show to be an introduction. You guys met Peter. Peter is my co-host. Uh, Peter is an actor. He just has been on The Sopranos. He has been on a lot of different shows. Uh, he is the co-host every week, but more importantly to you guys, uh, Peter DeFeo has traveled the world. So when we're talking about a cuisine from Italy, Ireland, you know, uh, Greek... Uh, Peter has been there, so he's going to give you the expert opinion. Keep in mind, first half hour of the show uh, is going to be nothing uh, but information about a different cuisine, Italian, Irish, Greek, etc. And the second half hour is when we play the game. It's just that today was a little chaotic because I wanted to introduce you guys to our crew uh, while we were playing the game. So I want to make that clear. Uh, we will be back on the 27th. All you got to do, facebook.com, KJW25. Now, I'm going to give a trivia question for the people listening to the podcast. Obviously, not everybody listens live. So if you guys can answer these two questions correctly and email it to diningonadime at yahoo.com. Uh, you can win a $15 gift card uh, yourself. Dan Doyle is our winner this week for our first episode. Uh, but if you guys, uh, if you guys can uh, answer this question, uh, dining on a dime, yahoo.com, you can still, even no matter where you are in the country, you can win a prize. Uh, what is box tea in the Irish cuisine? What is box tea? B O X T Y. And also, the second question, dining on a dime, yahoo.com, uh, uh, where was the first Irish parade held? So those are the two questions, dining on a dime, yahoo.com, email us. Thank you for joining us, the first episode of Q Your Cuisine, and we will see you in two weeks. Thank you for joining us.